welcome everybody to Dark Insight Video Games Podcast, episode 51. I'm back after forever. I'm Cliff Goldsmith, as always. I'm joined by Mr. Charles Turner. How are we doing, sir? Good, thank you. Excellent. And also this week by Mr. Jeremy Greer. How are you, good, sir? Doing very well, Cliff. Excellent, excellent. It's an old school style Dark Insight tonight. The original three... Josh is out drinking beer in his beard somewhere. <laughs> the beast. Being a beardy beast. Have any of you guys seen that that guy's beard lately? It's out of control. Like we need to it's... we're gonna have to have an intervention. Like we're gonna need to all go to wherever he lives in England and like hold him down and like threaten him with a razor. <laughs> well, he he said the other day that he was gonna go to like the, the barbers and get it sort of tidied up and stuff, but that that more is like seriously like whoa. That's that's one hell of a beard he's got going on there. He can go to the barber, but like he's going to need to book ahead of time. He's going to need to be there for a while. <laughs> I'm just saying, he can't clubbers. cut down an oak tree with one whack. Like it's going to take him a little while to work through that. <laughs> you know we love you, Josh. That is an epic beard you've got there. I, my beard's just pals in comparison to that beast. Yeah. Uh, so everyone been good. Yeah, everything's been uh, good in everyone's worlds. You're not so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I've been great. Yeah, good. I've been tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, got... life is life is pretty chill over here. Um, and a and a remarkable good news in politics in United States politics, we shut down the uh, really really terrible health care bill that Trump tried to put through that was going to make 24 million people lose their health care. So, yay for awesome. that. <laughs> Yeah, that's good news today. Super good news. Screw that guy. Screw screw what he stands for. <laughs> Agree. Yes. Very, very good. Very good. It, yeah. It's, it's funny, though, because um, talking about that stuff, uh, there's like articles about how people are flooding America, like flooding into New Zealand from America. It's like, it's just, yeah, bad media using uh, clickbait uh, t- titles because there's not been that much of an increase. <laughs> We've had like, Gone from 150 on average to like 170 people applying for for visas to come to New Zealand. The That's media funny. uses that as flooding, yeah. <laughs> um, which is quite funny. But yeah, personally, I have been asked a few times by American friends <laughs> how easy it is to get a job here in New Zealand. So we people are thinking about it, like about it long, but not actually doing it. We, we we really like actually like me and Autumn had a conversation about it. Like I wonder what it's like. Like we, it's it looks super cool in those Hobbit movies. Like, <laughs> like that was the only thing we knew about New Zealand is that it was far like from everybody and everything we knew. And it, like it it was really really pretty. So and it yeah. and it costs you and a twenty p stamp cost you like a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's very expensive. I didn't know that back then, but I definitely know that now. <laughs> yeah, it's partly currency, but yeah, things tend to be a bit bit more expensive at the bottom of the earth. Um, we're as far away as possible from everything, so I guess that plays into it a little bit. Huh. Come on down. You're welcome, Jeremy. Sure, yeah. Actually, Come if anyone's if one is actually <laughs> interested, uh, our government's actually kicked off a, a IT tech scheme. Um, I can try and find a link where they're actually offering people um, free flights to New Zealand if they're going to be interviewing. They have to get some interviews, um, and yeah. There's a scheme where they'll get free flights to come. That's get pretty cool. For, for, can, uh, for like, can, 
can you just interview me? Can like uh, <laughs> Peter Van Oden Enterprises just set up an interview for Jeremy and Autumn Greer, and then like we can just hang out for a week and see what's up, play some one two switch? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, they're looking for like high tech like programmers and software developers. Look, yeah. I am an audio engineer, uh, sort of. Oh. <laughs> I could totally. <laughs> I actually have a, a pretty big IT background, so like I could probably fluff that to make it look, you know, legit. <clears throat> there you go. Um, <laughs> I, so, yeah. I, I I am genuinely an audio engineer. I don't do that as my day job, but I have the qualifications to, to go alongside it. I feel like I edit enough podcasts that I do it as my day job, but I do definitely do not have the qualifications. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic! <laughs> uh, so, weather. Quick weather report. Uh, it's been raining here. It's UK always rains. F- fuck our weather. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it's always good. Our weather, weather's crap. Still, like one minute it's sunny, the next minute it's bloody raining. It can't make its mind up. Uh, what's the weather been like over there, Jeremy? Um, it's been actually very, very nice. The uh, we're having this like weird early whatever so like the it's been just super pleasant outside we're supposed to get hammered with some rain or as uh as chris from the john chain podcast we're about to get creamed by a storm um this weekend but right now it's been very pleasant nice. cool. charles what's your weather been like daniel your neck of the woods we're we're getting all up game of thrones down here winter is coming uh, winter is coming <laughs> <laughs> the first signs of it last night i realized oh dang i've got six months of winter um but it's not it hasn't been too bad uh it's kind of a funny uh story about that we have we've got adele in the country at the moment the the very popular singer uh, oh, she not, had not the first... computer manufacturer like you don't have one you saying that though have you seen the meme uh, uh about her song adele rolling in the deep and it's just a picture of adele rolling across the bottom of the ocean <laughs> 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 <Great. laughs> um, but yeah so she's in she's in the country it's the first time down and on her tour she went to australia first first and as she got into the intro of her concert here in uh, New Zealand, she stated that it, she much prefers the climate here. She was sweating her tits off in, <laughs> in Australia. So, nice. um, yeah. New Zealand's a lot yeah. like England in its climate. Yeah. It tend to be a she, bit cooler. She's from uh, not far from me, actually. Mm. But, yeah, but I could probably get to where she lives in about 20 minutes in the car. Tell us more. Yeah. Do you uh, do you often <laughs> you drive by Adele's house? <laughs> yeah, just every day I drive by Adele's house, and I'm Adele. <laughs> so you, you've claimed that you were you've been kind of absent from the podcast because you had a new child, mm. but apparently it's more it's just because of your Adele stalk, stalking. That, that, yeah, that's what it is. It wasn't that I had a baby; it's that I've been a stalking Adele. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, don't don't say that in public. I'm going to get in trouble now. I'm going to get. <laughs> Sorry, the secrets was between us three. <laughs> but speaking of which, my baby may shout in a minute because she's having her bum change at the minute, so she may start shouting. <laughs> she doesn't like that one bit. So yeah, between uh, my dogs in the background and your baby in the background and Charles's <laughs> kids in the background, I think people are they're they're pretty sympathetic to our our podcast cause. Uh, yeah. Uh, there you there go. She there is. she is. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> so um jeremy do you want to get us kicked off uh 
But uh, giveaway. Sure. Um, so as, as listeners might know, we have. Uh, I apparently drunkenly ordered two copies of the Zelda Art and Artifacts <laughs> book that just recently came out and was kind of surprised to find two of them on my desk when I got home. Um, so we decided to give one away to a listener who could Photoshop me in some ridiculous and terrible way. And um, this week we've opened up voting so that all of our listeners could vote. Thank you, everybody who did that. That was it was really awesome. Um, and we have a winner, and it is definitely the uh, the one where they took my. Um, I don't. I guess I should explain the back backstory because I'm sure this is going to wind up as the podcast art because I know I know how voters <laughs> do. But uh, like the the backstory on this is my, me and my wife wanted to do a very funny Christmas card one year because that's kind of our our thing, and uh, so. She put us in these horrible Christmas sweaters and she made me grow this terrible mustache and put me in these like pedophile glasses and had us pose. And we we actually went to Walmart's photo studio and like got like cheesy, <laughs> cheesy pictures done. Um, and somebody took that and took this one that's solo of me and then uh, dressed me up as Tingle from the Zelda series. And that was easily the winner in all of the voting. <laughs> I got 52% of the votes, which is a pretty impressive number. Um, so yeah, Charles, I don't, I, I probably should have looked this up beforehand, but, um, I did, did not look at who was this Mr. Turch that did this. No, this is, um, too friendly, too friendly did this. Okay. Oh, cool. okay. One of our original listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you too friendly. And, uh, we're going to, me and Charles will be getting in touch with you to get your copy of arts and artifacts, art and artifacts to you soon. Um, and in the meantime, we wanted to pick a runner-up, and uh, just so we could have kind of a, a, a show favorite. Um, do you guys, besides the Tingle one, um, number one, do you guys have the, the link so you can look at all of these? You have our Facebook page up. No. Uh, yep. Okay. Oh, Professional podcasting over here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. This this makes good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Facebook. Ah, oh, damn it. I've I've gone to the website. Dark insight. There we go. So, besides the Tingle episode, no. do you guys have a favorite? Because I think my my second favorite, uh, man, I don't know. It's either the Gambit one or the uh, Anticipation game. Hmm. I like the Tindo's first video board game one. Yeah, that's that's the Anticipation. So we got two votes oh, yeah. there. Well, but, I'm but it was I? Really, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like. Um, Jeremy Cage. Oh, it's, the, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not in the inside unless it's dark inside. Just because yeah, yeah. it's on, it, it's on point. It's on brand. It's it is on brand. No, well, I, I, I do like that. <laughs> and it's also Miko Lash, right? Like that's Miko Greer. Yeah, right it's Miko Lash. Yeah, Miko Greer. Yeah, I, 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 my two favorites. I got to say were obviously well, Tingle was my favorite, but then I liked the the, the Miko Lash. One and I also liked the her crawfish one. The well. crawfish one is, is my current chuckle. Facebook profile picture right now. That's how much that's, I like that, it. that super <laughs> made me chuckle. That, that crawfish one is great. Well, I think that's that's an unofficial um, roundup there. So we could probably get our second place into uh, it's not insight unless it's dark insight. The Miko Lash Photoshop, which I think the Lore Hunter did. I think Sean did that. Yes, yes. Sean did that one. Excellent. Was it? So, ah, cool. Son, if you're listening, um, yeah, actually, I'll probably just DM you tonight, and so you probably already know this, but I'll be getting in touch on a second place prize. It either either be a amiibo of your choice, or I don't know. I'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get you a prize, and you can tweet about it. 
So thank you, everybody. Um, thank you, Allison. And thank you, Jake Lionheart. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, everybody else that hopefully I'm getting everybody. Um, do do. I think that's everybody that, that thank you, everybody. Anyway, for um, sending in pictures and for participating and for voting and for putting up with our constant retweets all week. So very, very awesome. Yeah. And hopefully you guys yeah. will enjoy the book. The two winners. Two friendly. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for everyone. Art book. Um, that I've had a look through and he, he loves it. Um, so he'll be much appreciative oh, of the next one. Having the, the Brilliant. Now. That's good. Especially good. scenes. It costs an arm and a leg down here. Yeah, yeah. We was just looking at them prices. Oh my God. Like to buy it in New Zealand, you was looking at like what? 60 New Zealand dollars. And over here we can pick it up for like 19 UK pounds. Yeah, it's about forty percent more expensive. Yeah, <laughs> crazy, crazy, insane. Yeah, it's it's pretty Your prices. It's nuts. Yeah, super, super nuts. So, but, but yeah, thank worry. you to everyone that uh, done them there. All oh, for sure, just, they were super cool. Thank you for spending the time, and yeah, they 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 give me some laughs throughout the week when I was at work. So yeah, much appreciated. And thanks for Jeremy for buying two copies. (laughs) (laughs) And submitting the the photos as well (laughs) for us just to laugh at him. (laughs) Well, I sent Uh, it to literally all of my family. So I wasn't really embarrassed about the entire internet either. I wonder if that's going to be the thing that pops up when somebody Googles me from now on, like that tingle picture. I wonder if that'll be like permanently associated with me because that would be, oh boy, that would be great. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to have to tag it in lots of different places. <laughs> You're not going to have to do that. <laughs> Nobody says you have to. <laughs> Got to make it a mission that when you type Jeremy Green, that's all that comes up is the tingle picture. Luckily, there was a TV show that was kind of popular for a while that had a character named Jeremy Greer. So when, usually when you Google uh, Jeremy Greer, like, his stuff pops up. But um, there's also, I'm just look, kind of looking through here now, like there's a lot of weird pictures that pop up so i think i'm okay that's fine i'll be all right yeah, yeah i'm quite lucky when you type my name it's just uh, some famous architect that pops up i'm not i don't even show up it's great <laughs> i like that yeah fantastic so that's that all done fantastic shall we get into some news we have a few a few little news items uh first one I well, my, I've, I've put all of these on it to be honest. So, <laughs> Dark Souls Three got a patch today, and it makes me happy. I haven't managed to test it yet, but for all those people out there, like, like they know me, I'm a bit of a frame whore. I love frame rates. <laughs> They've uh, patched Dark Souls Three to have a unlocked variable frame rate on the PS4 Pro, so that is fucking awesome. Hopefully it should hover between sort of 50 and 55, fingers crossed. I'm yet to test it, but that is great, but also bad at the same time because coming into the new DLC, it's going to put my timings off quite a bit. So I'm going to have to uh, get a bit of training in before the DLC comes out because obviously moving your frame rates around messes with your timings. I don't know whether you like you guys playing Dark Souls 2, then playing it, uh, in the scholar one, like how different your timings have to be in playing those two different games. 
it also um, just if people are curious, uh, the guy that runs MuganMonkey.com has already op- has already updated MuganMonkey with all the new stat values and armor values and things like that. Oh, nice! So I'll I'll put a link to the show notes in there. Um, it's, it'll be a link to probably his Twitter page that um, where he links all that stuff. And um, so yeah, like you can go there and kind of see the differences and things. Uh, the most notable thing that I've seen is that Ornstein's armor now has the cool hat tassel at the top. Yep. So, <laughs> sweet. So, like twenty dollars DLC worth it. <laughs> That's the number one thing that everyone on the Dark Souls Twitter page seemed to care about. That you was getting the the, the Ornstein plume. No, mm-hmm. no one cared about any of the balancing, anything else. They was just like, yes, we're finally getting the Ornstein plume. <laughs> so yeah, good. It, it's it's not hard to make Dark Souls fans happy. I suppose. Give Probably us a nice feathery no, no. thing. <laughs> But I'm excited. So, yeah. um, you know, mm. uh, Mystic was on last week, I believe, and uh, <clears throat> saying how he felt like he was like the only person excited for the Dark Souls Three DLC. And uh, no, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm still pretty excited about it. It just has snuck up on me like deal like this. Like nothing with Dark Souls has ever snuck up on me before. Like I've just my my head is just not into a normal Dark Souls place. And um, I'm 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 I am excited though. Like I I probably already took Tuesday off to play it because that's the kind of thing that I do like a long time ago. Mm. So I'll, I'll be like waking up that morning and, and playing it. And we'll uh, we'll definitely be talking about it next week on Dark Insight. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, I wished I was. I can't make it next week. I'm sad. Boo. But uh, <laughs> one thing, don't watch the trailer that came out today because there are a few possible spoilers in that bloody trailer. And also, don't listen to IGN's Beyond because, for Christ's sake, right, seriously, like the spoilers that were dropped in that with no warning was unbelievable. Like, they literally run down almost the whole DLC. So I know what's going to happen now. And that stuff shouldn't have been spoiled for me. And I'm a bit pissed about it, to be honest, because I was looking forward to the secret thing and knowing what's going to happen now. It's pretty cool. And I wished I would have. I mean, did they not give you any kind of warning or anything? Nope. Zero warning. Zero warning. They was talking about where Dark Souls is going to go in the future. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've played the DLC. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, so now I know, I don't know, he literally spurted out the boss's names and the areas and what ha- what happens in the Ring City. So basically, ma- like, major, major plot points. And I'm like, oh, come on, that's fucking bullshit. No warning. So, yeah, I'm very, very annoyed because that would have, it would have been a nice surprise, to be honest. But there you go. Meh. Don't worry, I'll be surprised for you. Yeah, I mean, don't be here. surprised for you. Please do. Yeah, I haven't seen <laughs> literally do. anything. Like, I don't. It's it's probably because nobody's that. Like, a lot of people aren't super excited about it, so nobody's really been talking about it or posting about it on the on our usual Twitter group. And um, I just have not seen anything. So, yeah, I purposely don't watch anything now for Dark Souls, so I go in blind as possible. Yeah, Varty did mention today that now they've updated it. Apparently, all the Ring City stuff's in there, so anyone can pillage it out of the game file. So he said, yeah, watch out. Like Spoilers that are plenty can be floating around now. So be on your guard. <laughs> yes, well, I'm excited. And even though I know, it's, know what's coming, I'm quite excited to play it. It's going to be fun. It's uh, It looks like we're just going into a twisty, topsy inception Dante's Inferno weld, and that just looks cool. I think so. Yeah, it looks exciting. Yeah, like stay Dark tuned Souls. next week for it. Like, I'll, we'll <laughs> probably do our usual full accounting of the Dark Souls 3 DLC. Like, we'll probably do a 
extra long episode or something like we'll, we'll figure all that out but like next week we will be talking about that stuff so yeah. stay tuned for sure absolutely cool uh next item i threw on that again as well i'll quickly mention this uh obviously everyone knows me i go by the name of death note because of the anime love the name death note love <laughs> the anime love it love it love it they have done uh, a live action movie for netflix which comes out on August the 25th. And yeah, I know everyone's like, oh, this should have been Asian. This, da, 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 da. I know that's, it is an issue that needs to be addressed in media. Yes. But at the same time, it looks fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> I think it honestly, genuinely looks really good. And the guy, the demon Ryuk is being played by, oh, geez, I can't remember his name. Eh, William Defoe, And he sounds perfect for that role like he is perfect i'm i'm super excited uh i think it's going to be pretty good so yeah august 25th that comes out on netflix so if you into the anime at all or interested in uh a dude that can kill people by writing their names in a book because of a demon he just he like he enjoys it go check that film out it's quite an interesting book a quite a bit of a psychological thriller it's yeah looks very good looks very well produced as well so i'm excited uh i didn't um i'm not familiar with the source material uh, other than Mm. um i knew the name death note from you that was really about it uh i can i can see people being a little upset that they're kind of like they were doing yet another american remake and you know removing some of the um people of color from the show. <laughs> yeah um but yeah. also like I, I think it's also totally okay to find something problematic and also to enjoy it like i don't think yeah not, nothing it, nothing is black and white um so it's you know hey <clears throat> you do you absolutely man. Like, yeah mm-hmm. yeah i really enjoyed the 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 anime uh, it was a lot of fun um i'm not so yeah. keen on the guy's frosted tips though like the <laughs> yeah he does he does look like like I, I have to say and i haven't watched the trailer yet i'll probably watch the trailer tonight but um i, I have to say like the just the stills of the the main dude and i haven't seen willem dafoe at all but that man that he looks like not great <laughs> he just looks so goth he, and so weird he's supposed to look that way he's a but even in the you're not supposed to like him he's he's a he's a dick you're not supposed to like that dude even though he's your main protagonist he's an asshole that's, yeah, that's the twist of the the show. Yeah, the the protagonist is also the antagonist. Like, he's yes, a, uh, it's very yeah, very cool, very cool. But see, I don't know. Like, I I like I like my Japanese films and I mm. like my anime a lot. Um, yeah, but I I don't have too much of a problem with it doing because it's it's Netflix appealing mm. to a Western audience. Like, Absolutely, that can I'm not. I don't think it's racist to say that, but some people might take it as that. So I, I'm not too bothered by that because um, I prefer me. I probably prefer the original source. It's the same with yeah. the ring. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was made at, for a Western audience and it had yeah. Western people in it. I didn't like it as much as Ringu. The it was still a good Japanese. film though. Yeah, it was still a good film, but it doesn't mean, it was bad that it was Western people, and it was a, it was yeah. buying the rights to it, uh, IP and just marking it towards a different and a different people, different market. Absolutely, and and I can I can that's the thing with these films when it's completely Westernized, like it's not like 
they've taken it and gone, oh, we'll use these sort of like Asian characters and then we'll just have that one American. Kind of like what they done with Ghost in the Shell, that annoyed a lot of people because most of the people in that are Asian anyway. And then yep. they've just done her as your main character. It's like, well, if you've done everyone to the point of the anime, you might as well have done the main character as well. So it's, but that's another film. I'm I'm willing to overlook her, even though I think she's a shite actress. Anyway, I'm hoping it's <laughs> going to be a good film because I love Ghost in the Shell. It's one of my favorites. Shade at ScarJo right now. Damn. Oh man, she can't act. <laughs> Bless her. She she's a lovely lady. I, I would presume like, but I don't. I'm not a fan of her acting prowess, shall we say? But at the same time, the major in Ghost in the Shell is very wooden because she's cyborg. So oh, yes, it yes. might fit perfectly, like like Neo did, like um, Keanu Reeves did for Neo in The Matrix. He's quite a wooden actor, but that role fit him perfectly. So, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I was yeah. counting it down to who was going to do Whoa. it first. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, very the, cool. yeah, Ghost in the Shell was filmed here in New Zealand. Oh, really? Yeah, up in Auckland, yeah. I'm very looking forward to that film. Like, I am super, super excited for that. I cannot wait. Like, uh, they've got the aesthetic perfect of that film by the looks of things. The aesthetic is just, just perfect. It's, but if Hideo Kojima likes it, I like it. Come on. <laughs> He's just jumping on bandwagons, that guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> jumping on them bandwagons. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Cool. So. Next piece of news, uh, Nintendo have finally come out and they've um, basically confirmed that the left Joy-Con is buggered, but not on all of them. Yeah, they've basically, uh, Nintendo confirmed Switch Joy-Con issues caused by manufacturing error. Yeah, so... Uh, it happens. Yeah, they've done a little statement. Let me read this statement out just so it's uh, I've got it to the team. There's a manufacturing variation has resulted in wireless interference with a small number of the left Joy-Con. Oh my god! Did you? Did anyone else pick that? There's something way worse. (laughs) Yeah, it's a Joy-Con. A Joy-Con. Con. Con. C O N. Con. (laughs) There is no design. Ending the episode. (laughs) (laughs) There is no design issue with the Joy-Con controllers. No widespread proactive repair or replacement effort is underway. A manufacturing variation has resulted in wireless interference with a small number of the left Joy-Con. Moving forward, this will not be an issue as the manufacturing variation has been addressed and corrected at the factory level. We have determined a simple fix to be made to any affected Joy-Con to improve connectivity. Uh, There are other reasons that consumers may be experiencing wireless interference. We are asking consumers to contact a customer support team so we can help determine if a repair is necessary. If it is, consumers can send the controller directly Nintendo for the adjustment three of charge with an anticipated quick return of less than a week repair timing may vary from region to region for help with any other hardware questions please contact us so they basically some of them have had a simple manufacturing error in the left joy-con and basically what it was is where the antenna was there was a plate of metal that was supposed to be behind the bluetooth antenna like the Wi-Fi antenna, I think it is. But instead, on some of them, it was accidentally put over the top. 
So it wasn't sending its signal out correctly and it was being dampened. So basically what it does, it has to go back to and they strip it down, take the plate out, replace the plate, send it back off to you again. It's quite a simple fix. People have been doing it themselves. It's quite easy to do yourself if you do have the issue. A lot of people don't. I don't think you've had the issue at all, have you, Vader? Not that I've noticed. Um, no, you would notice if you had it because you yeah, like exactly. you'd be moving, you let go of it, and Link will go like he'll run off over that way or do his own thing. So, but it's yeah. So those people, if you're out there and you got one and you do have the issue, send it to Nintendo less than a week and it'll be fixed. Or if you really want to void your warranty, you can pop it open yourself. But I wouldn't advise that because it's brand new. <laughs> but it's cool that they found it so quickly and worked out the problem. The the, funny, the sad thing is, is that a couple of days ago, you could have just taken it in and got it replaced without any problems. But now, because they've gotten it, a, a fix. Yeah, it's a game for you, repair. Yeah. <laughs> but I would, I would, I, it wouldn't be a week for us in New Zealand. <laughs> uh, unless they've no. got a repair agent here in New Zealand, but I doubt it would be a week. Well, that's why he does say that he does specifically say that repair timing may vary by region so that's probably on average yeah, yeah. place yeah it's, it, so. it's cooler that they're sorting it out it's a shame um but these things happen at least it's not like the xbox rendering a death <clears> which was no. how like a th- was it 30 to 40 percent fail rate yeah yeah it was about 40 percent yeah yeah it <laughs> cost them ridiculous. millions <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's super ridiculous. <laughs> but um, the funny thing is, though, like they're saying, oh, we found it. The, the f- they never really. <laughs> Someone else found it <laughs> and fixed it. And then two weeks later, magically, Nintendo come out with this statement. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they just uh, saw that this guy had fixed it. He'd taken it apart, fixed it, and they're going, oh, there it is. Oh, we'll do that then. But then uh, they've obviously, I think they, they realised that it's only on a certain batch yeah. i think it is a certain specific batch so but that, at least that's that research. problem yeah, yeah they had done the research and pulled apart a few to work it out yeah so they've, they've done some investigating which is good it's good at least at least it's a problem solved because it was causing a lot of problems for people that had it, it, it yeah some people's were getting better some were getting worse so but that's yeah Ooh, see the only soon. time i've the only person I saw, I saw a video about it and he was showing demonstrating the, the, the issue, but it was he's like covering it with his hand and then it would then it would cause problems and then you put it yeah. behind his back and it would cause problems. I shouldn't um, do that though. It should be able no. to go through yeah. your hand and your back. But yeah. it because where it's covered, it's already losing I think it's, they yeah. said something like sixty percent of its transmit rate Power. already because that metal plate, yeah. So it's the only I only ever play close to the console, so I, I don't know, maybe I should take it further back and test it. But I don't think it's—I don't think I have the issue. Apparently, the best way to test it is, as I say, moving away and taking the controllers out of the um, the the grip thing that you get with it. Yeah, like play with them separately in your hands, and that's the best way to test it. But there, there's a thing that there's a, that someone said you can the, uh, another way to test it. You can see it on screen. There's like a calibration you can open, and when you open yeah. it, you'll be able to see it because it will just be moving by itself without you moving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the video. The guy, the video I saw was yeah. doing the calibration thing to show it. Um, yes. Yeah. So problem solved. Good. Good. Um, hopefully they can fix those people's switches that have got um, mal- malfunction malfunctioning graphics chips in them. <laughs> Yeah, they've not been too good for a few people. I do feel sorry for the people that have had them, but 
that's one of the joys of buying something on their first manufacturing run. There's always going to be those kinds of forks in chips. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the, the joys of buying brand spanking new day one. So well, even then I bought a, for my father and I bought a new NUC, Intel NUC, those little mini computers. Yeah. I set it up and the, the, the CPU just crapped itself within the first there you go. hour. <laughs> like yeah. it happens. It does happen. Um, that's that's the thing with the silicon and chips now. It's on those first runs. They're always they're always a bit. Of, they can be a bit of a pain. Always, uh, yeah. So that's that. Nice one, Nintendo. Well done for sorting it and not charging anyone for fixing them. Good job. Uh, next news piece. Um, did any of you guys see this, or did any of you guys care? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I saw this. There was this. You're talking about the poster that of Destiny Two that leaked with the potential mm. release date of September eighth. Yeah, yeah, I saw this. Um, the poster didn't really do much for me, but like Bungie's, Bungie's like aesthetic style on posters and media and stuff has never really like <clears throat> kind of worked for me at all. Like yeah. I remember those early trailers of Destiny and like dudes like floating around in the desert with giant cloaks, and I was just like, eh, whatever. Um, more Destiny's good though. Like I'm, I'm into it. Uh, we had a really good time streaming Destiny last weekend for, for charity. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, uh, I'll put a link to that in the in the show notes if anybody wants to hear that. Like that, that was a really good time, and the stream as a whole raised four thousand dollars for for, for transactive. So that was really really cool. Yeah, super rad. Sorry, I, I meant to mention that earlier. Then I guess this was probably just a more appropriate time. So. <laughs> yeah, we died a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I had to cap it. The uh, me and Brian committed to donating um, a dollar per death, and um, very quickly realized that we had made a terrible decision. So we, uh, by the time we got to the penis pushers and the King's Fall raid, we were at about one fifty, and it took us no kit, no lie, like about eight minutes to go from one fifty to two hundred. Um, the whole stream is pretty funny. Like, I mean, there's, we had a bunch of a good group of people. It was me and Cliff, Josh from yeah. Dark Insight. We had Brian Wade and we had Nikki and then we had, uh, Brian Wade's roommate, uh, Ryan. But, um, the last 15 minutes or so are just watching Nikki and Josh try to <laughs> jump down that wall over and over again are absolutely hysterical. So. Oh, and you trying to film it and me pushing you off the Yes, legs. and yeah, I'm literally trying to like stream it out and Cliff is behind me, punching me off cliffs because, I mean, I guess because it's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was good fun. It was super fun. We died lots because like we, 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 we hadn't practiced at all. We thought, it's great, we'll just go in and that was fun. We had not we had practiced a of, in the least. No, uh, it's too funny. It was, it was a good stream. It was enjoying. We raised some good money, and yeah, it was a good outcome. Like sort of four thousand bucks. That's just like awesome. Super, super awesome. Yeah, very, very cool. So yes, Destiny Two poster leak September eighth, and hopefully we should be getting a beta in June. Possibly the rumors are. So I'm super excited for Destiny Two, as most people know, because. It's a fresh start, no carries over. It's not like a big expansion like your World of Warcraft. New game, new start, new characters. But they're also that they've sort of mentioned like we're going to have towns and hubs and things like that in our quests. So they're trying to open it out and expand it a bit more, make it a bit more alive than Destiny 1 because obviously Destiny 1 was a bit of a shit fire. That the whole process of that game being made was just a disaster. So. They they've got uh 
a new tweaked engine for Destiny 2 and they knew what they were doing this time around like because they've got their ideas sort of set down so hopefully we will have the game that it should have been when it first came out and I've got I've got good hope that it's going to be because a lot of the problems they had with it was their engine it, it took them like if they wanted to move a rock they were saying they'd have to open the engine set it up overnight come back the next morning and then move this rock because the engine was so busted <laughs> which is just crazy so but yeah they're running on a new engine now so i am very excited to see some new some footage of this game which i probably i reckon will be e3 will be our first sighting of it yeah i would likely. i would i would assume like some cinematic trailer to e3 but if they're gonna have a yeah. um a playable beta in june like we may mm. actually get a lot of information out at e3 so that, that could be an interesting thing i'm not sure what i want yeah. i'm not sure what i would have to see from destiny 2 to make me buy it day one like the only thing, the only reason I would be tempted is so that because I know like all of you guys would be playing it, and that Destiny is never more fun than is when you're playing it with a group of people that are really really cool. So like jumping in on the zeitgeist with that sounds good, but I don't know if that sounds sixty dollars good in a world of like near sitting on my hard drive, Horizon sitting on my hard drive, while I ignore both of them in favor of Zelda. <laughs> like I probably will still be playing Zelda in September because I'm that dude. But... <laughs> In all fairness, though, talking it like I've I've played like nearly thirty hours of Zelda, and I still haven't even like done one of the first Divine Beast yet. So, <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm Shit. I don't I have no idea how to chart progress in Zelda. Like I've done one of the Divine Beast, but otherwise, like I'm just kind of wandering around the map, getting in tr- into trouble. So, but anyway, we'll we'll get to that in a second. So. Yeah, but See, yeah, I'll, Destiny Two. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't I'll wait. probably get it. Sorry. I'll, I'll get it because you guys were like, yeah, we'll play it. And then you guys won't play it with yeah. me and I'll be disappointed. And then I'll it's those time zones. <laughs> to be fair, time zones. Play at weird times. The only time that I've uh, managed to play a video game with you, I think, was like, I happen to be up at one o'clock in the morning and help you kill a Bloodborne <laughs> Like, Which is not you something... You text me when I'm at work. I'm at work when you're like, oh, I need to log into your thing. I'm like, I'm at work. You're like, yeah, I'm at home playing the computer. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't done any of the Rise of Iron because I never actually got to the high enough level to actually do it um, before everyone gave up on it. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, I'm sure it'll look good. I'm keen to see what they do with it and hopefully it's a big step forward, not just like a little kind of hop. I think I think we've got a big step forward because yeah. everything, what they've just done with updating Destiny 1 at the moment for their Age of Triumph update, <clears throat> they they've made some big improvements on that game, so I've got big hopes for Destiny Two. I like Destiny One, and everyone thinks that game's turd, so I'm sure that I'll be in love with Destiny of, Two. A lot of people still playing that game. I'm surprised mm. how people still just constantly play it because um, the shooting actually, like, is so good. <laughs> yeah, it is good. Um, a buddy of mine, um, he's way into his games. His wife. Um, just never interested in games, but all of a sudden, in the last like three months, she's decided to play games, and it's Destiny is what she's got into. So then they now <laughs> play together, do their dailies together. It's mm-hmm. quite fun. very cool, very cool. So yeah, if you want to play Destiny, don't forget everyone. We've got Destiny Clan. I don't, I haven't played in ages though because it's not I'm a lot to do, but I might be back on again now. So. Yes, I do. I do apologise. There's a demon in my front room making lots of noise. 
Is it Willem, did you say Willem Dafoe was in your front room making a lot of noise? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it also does that all night long and it keeps me awake and my wife awake. And yeah, that's what I'm referring to at the moment. You just it. The monster. She doesn't, she doesn't deserve a name at the moment. Yeah. She's, she's a beast. She's a beast. Hey, Vader. Is it so, oh, go, on. Go, go ahead. No, you no. go ahead. Okay. <laughs> oh god, now we're trapped here forever. Uh, Vader, tell me about Splatoon Two because I know you were playing it right before the podcast, and I'm curious if it's um, a pretty much the same game as it was on the Nintendo Wii uh, or Wii U, and B if it's worth buying a Switch for. Um, I can't really answer those questions. I never played it on the original. Um, oh well. For- I'll tell you about it though. Sure. <laughs> um, it's it's really cool. Um, it's nice and bright and colourful. It's quite a, a big change from a lot of other games out there because uh, it's so bright and colourful. But it's um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the motion controls are a bit weird to get to get started. I was jumped straight in, uh, and it was like I'm just woodling everywhere and shooting everyone in the feet, and I'm getting killed like easy. <laughs> but I got the gist of it reasonably quickly. And um, what was was cool though, I jumped on and I was um, started waiting for the first match to load, and I was like third or fourth in the in the list of eight. And then I um, I get a message from Too Friendly, uh, the winner of the of our little competition, saying, "Are you playing Splatoon right now? I think you're in my my party listing." And I look up, and yeah, there's his, his gamer tag <laughs> two below me, and so we got paired together. Um, and we played two or three rounds together. We exited so I could switch weapons because that's something that's dumb. I couldn't, you couldn't switch when you're in the matchmaking. You can't switch weapons. And hopefully that changes in the main, the full game. So I quit. And then we couldn't get back in with each other. So it was just extremely lucky that we managed to be paired up in our first match of the morning. Um, but yeah, we tried, I don't know, maybe six or seven times after that, like after one match we'd quit and then try and, uh, find a match and hope we'll be paired together again, but we weren't. So hopefully there's some, I, from what I understand that what Splatoon 1 wasn't very good at, like playing with friends. They, uh, they, they rolled that into an update so that you could group up with okay. people, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't there on release. And I'm trying to think, I think it was actually, I think with the way that they implemented friend stuff was a little weird too. Like maybe you couldn't do it in certain modes or something. Like there was something kind of strange or odd about it. Um, was like I, I, this is really hard for me because if you never played the original one, like because it's the game just looks exactly like the original one to me, like so I don't know. Yeah, it does. It is, and I think it's sort of like a one point one point one or something or one point five version of Splatoon. These new weapons, um, Shannon, uh, too friendly. Uh, he he mentioned uh, we we're messaging backwards and forwards, and he said he'll probably get it. Um, he really really likes Splatoon one. And it said it's, it said it's pretty much the same thing, but the new weapons are really cool, and he's and he's keen to see what they do different in the full game. Um, but basic level, it's exactly the same. I think there's going to be some new game modes, and there'll be new uh, weapons. But it is it is just like Splatoon one point oh one point five, I guess. Okay. So, um, color me not as interested as I was before. Like portable Splatoon sounds pretty awesome. Like that sounds like it'd be a great like because the matches aren't more than like five or ten minutes usually, so you can kind of jump in, play a match, and then jump right back out. So that sounds like it'd be really oh, yeah. fun. I just just nothing can convince me to buy a Switch right now. So. Yeah, these these things 
the the matches were pretty quick. Um, they they were fun. I preferred one of the maps to to the other one. Uh, it's I died really easy. You could tell people were pretty pro at it, um, and I was pretty not pro. <laughs> What's the opposite of pro? Uh, new. Amateur. Uh, You're an amateur. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it was fun. I got the I got I got the hang of it. It's, it's a cool game. Um, it's cool to kind of finally play Splatoon, and that's why I was keen on getting the Switch because I'd missed all these games, and so I get to play them now. And so I like that they're re-releasing it with a with a good update. Um, but yeah, same thing. You're a squid kid swimming through ink <coughs> and shooting dudes. <coughs> well, shoot the floor. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the jewel, the jewelies. I think they call them the jewel shooters, uh, which is a new for this for this this version. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were kind of fun, and the, the power up was kind of cool. You got like an ink booster pack, and you kind of launched into the sky and could shoot dudes from above and spread your ink around. Cool. Yeah. That's I love good. Splatoon. I, I've never played it personally, but I like the uh, the whole. It's, it's it's a nice it's a nice shooter for kids. You know, mm-hmm. it's nice that kids have got a game like that, a multiplayer shooter where it's not just all death and destruction. It's, it's if cool. you end up finding a uh, cheap copy for the Wii U and you want to you want to try it out, like I, I still have it on my Wii U, so we can play it. Uh, yeah, I just I literally I had uh, what did I have come through yesterday? Uh, Super Mario Brothers U. Ooh, that's a good one. Are you gonna are you gonna get the Luigi DLC too? I will probably give it a blast. Yeah, the um, there's I ended up not finishing all the Luigi stuff, but all of the the main levels in that main game. This is the 2D one, right? That's not the 3D one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the 2D one is a lot of fun. Um, it's it's still like not my Mario, like because it's not Super Mario World. Like it's just enough different to make me not like it for that. But it's still it was a really really fun game. So lots of fun levels. But yeah, Ooh. Splatoon was good. Lots of very colorful. Splatoon. Although it, when when Cliff had that little slip of the tongue earlier with his Joy Cons, it did make me think of Splatoon. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to uh, put a, put an explicit tag on this podcast. <laughs> uh, I think I all think of our podcasts. Every are single explicit. one has, but yeah, I don't think we've ever had one that's not needed one because I'm here. <laughs> yeah, if I was on yeah. it, I probably had some 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 language difficulties. So. That's just who I am. I can't help it. Oh, yeah, I have a vile tongue. I do try so hard. <laughs> I don't. I gave up I a long time so ago. Hard. Fuck it. See, I didn't mean <laughs> to do that. <laughs> well, I used to. Be, I used to be a hell of a lot worse, but now obviously I've got the two kids hovering around me. I have to try super super hard to not swear. <laughs> yeah, constantly getting told off for still swearing. Though. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So what have you guys been playing other than Zelda? <laughs> just literally just Zelda for me. I didn't even put any time in here this week, which I'm or like I think since the last time I was on the show, I haven't even turned on my PS4 because it's just been Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. I um yeah, Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. In between like work and some some family stuff and like a bunch of other stuff going on, I haven't put too much time into it. So uh, it's actually it it's been kind of reminding me of why, why I like the Wii U so much. Like um. Autumn can like turn on a TV show and like watch a show and I can just kind of play Zelda and like also watch the show behind her during duck spring. We did that a lot. She was like looking at her phone, looking at Twitter or whatever. And we had the duck spring up on the TV and then I was playing Zelda in my little Wii U pad and, uh, which I'm sure is exactly like everyone out there is like, I thought you said you didn't want to switch. This is exactly what the switch is, but like, I don't want $350 to sit on my couch. I've already got that. Like I've already got it. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. 
surprised how much I'm playing. Like I'll play in in bed while we're watching stuff because we're watching the blacklist and it's, I've lost interest in it a little bit. And so I can still pay enough attention and still play. And then I can play while I'm in bed. I play while I'm on the go. I was at the dentist. I played for a bit while I was waiting in the waiting room. It's <laughs> um, great. I, I took Aria on a daddy daughter date the other day because Des was out with Odin and went to McDonald's and she went and played in the playground and I sat there and played on some Zelda. <laughs> that sounds like some bad parenting. I mean, I don't have kids, but that sounds like a bad parenting. <laughs> Why? She was in the playground. It's McDonald's. <laughs> maybe this, um, maybe this is just the... Ronald McDonald, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got some real creepy characters what? up in there. There's a dude that literally just got out of jail for, for stealing hamburgers. <laughs> There's a felon hanging out in that, par- in that park, in that uh, playground. Just saying. No, we don't have... We- we don't have the hamburger here in New Zealand anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're the only people in the little playground. It's all indoors, built into the actual building. There's no, she oh, can't cool. get out. Oh, I was, I was right just messing with you. Yeah, I don't think you're a bad parent. Yeah. <laughs> I'm defending myself. <laughs> <laughs> no need. So, um, fighting words. I don't want to get too much into spoilers, but I'm curious, like where you guys are at, and like. Or how you how far in the game you feel you are? Because uh, I feel like I'm still super early. Um, I've been I, like I, I finally found like some more towers and some more towns and some more quests. I found uh, one particular thing that I'm not going to say. Um, I, I, I mean, everybody knows the fucking master sword is in the game. I found the master sword. Let me just say that. But I have no idea what I'm supposed to do to be able to get it. Like it's there's some some quest and bullshit around it. So that's really fun. Yeah. Uh, I know what you got to do. <laughs> but uh i've only taken down one of the divine beast and man i am just like i've seen a couple more from from far away but i can't really figure out how to get to them and i can't wait like i had so much fun doing the first one that like it was just it's like the perfect culmination of um dungeons and this open world exploration stuff i, I loved it so much i can't wait to try the other ones which which divine beast is it the zora era area yeah, one? yeah which i would imagine is most yeah. people's first one because it's it's kind of I don't know, like it's that, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one I'm just about to do. That that'll be my first one. <clears throat> um, can I can I give you a tip, Cliff? Uh, yeah, uh, spoilers. It, I would presume this, it's, possibly, it's just a, it's just a quick mechanical possibly, tip, and I'm not going to spell people. it out. Yeah, it's just, yeah, this is just for the fans. I'm not too fussed because um, I've got the guide. I've looked through the guide, so. and this was in that like giant um, IGN 100 things you probably didn't know <clears throat> that came out this week uh, that just killed yeah. me. But there's a there's a section of that thing where um, the divine beast starts shooting like ice cubes to you, mm. and you got to knock them down before they hit you. And I just just think about stuff that you have besides arrows that can shoot down or maybe even break or destroy ice cubes, because I, I do know how often I do that. <laughs> I'm constantly freezing and breaking stuff with with my cryo stuff. Yeah, stuffed. and I didn't I didn't yeah. do that. I didn't even think about it. And I like went through 400 arrows. And honestly, like arrows are more <laughs> precious to me than hearts right now. Like arrows are so valuable. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like that's. Yeah, that was like I, I'll, I'll be curious what you think about the um, about that particular dungeon in particular. Like maybe the next time you're on, we can do like a quick like signposted spoiler section for people. Oh, most play definitely. Or yeah, but, uh, uh, far, I'm like, very looking far, forward to. Do, how far do you are you into the game? <sighs> I'd probably, well, as I say, story wise, maybe ten percent. I've probably I, I've got how many hearts have I got now? Ten. 
So if there's three, that's seven hearts, four shrines apiece. My maths is shocking. Seven times four, someone? 28. Here we go. I've done 28 shrines so far. So not many. It's like another 100 odd to do. I think there's like 120 shrines in total. So you've been upgrading nothing but your hearts. You haven't been upgrading your stamina? Yeah, there's a reason for that, but I won't say why. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've switched up Grand just my hearts for the same reason, Cliff. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really want to do spoiler stuff because it's, I know uh, we've been yeah, darting know. around this game for so long. But <laughs> honestly, as much as I like want to do, month or so. as much as I want to do spoiler stuff, I also don't want you to tell me any spoiler stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, no, for sure. That's why I'm biting my tongue. And that, I think that's one of the hard things with Zelda as well, because it's so open and unlinear. You really don't know what one person has done because they could go oh, i've done three divine beasts but still not done some of the stuff that i've done and not done any of the divine beasts because it's so just you can do whatever the hell you want so yeah. well, have you done this you have to be so it's so hard to talk to people about because you have to be so bloody vague it's just like yeah. oh have you done this kind of looking bit yet and they're like oh yeah so like, well have you found the master sword yet because it's in the game do you know how to Oh, I'll let you figure that out. It's this, this try and look for some, it's like, oh God, I want to talk to people about it. But it's so hard. So hard. <laughs> yeah. It's fun though. It's kind of, it's, it's kind of fun talking about like that. Kind of, oh, did you see this? And, oh no, no, no. It's kind of, it's that, that, that people talk about that schoolyard chat about Zelda. It's like really brought that back. Mm. Um, I, I've 58 shrines. I think I've done, um, I've got 15 hearts and four stamina upgrades, but I stopped doing my stamina once I, same reason as you, Cliff. <laughs> so you've got 15 hearts? Yeah. Okay. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just got 15, like, last night, I think, was I got my 15th one. I've oh, okay. done two two Divine Beasts and... Um, ready to um, what is it? What is it? Um, about, I'm at the third one, the the desert area. Cool. Okay. Mm. I, um, hey, cool. Yeah. I had a really frustrating moment, and I, I may have talked about this on the podcast. Oh. If I did, forgive me. But uh, I saw one of I saw like a shrine way way out in the distance in the desert. So I uh, um. Sorry, um, I saw a shrine way out in the distance, and then I, you know, went over there to it. And then some person was like slumped over the control panel, like begging for water, or not water, some like quest item, some like noble spirit thing that I have to go craft. And I'm like, you goddamn, what the hell? <laughs> I went all the way over here for nothing, <laughs> and it was a far way. So I was pissed. Um, but that's really yeah, the only time that, that I've been kind of frustrated with like exploring stuff because usually you can kind of poke and like. It almost seemed. I don't think I've ever come into like a straight up dead end. Um, I guess it's because you can. The, the world is so manageable. Like you can climb on everything, or you can jump off stuff. Like I just don't feel like I've ever gotten to a spot where like, oh, there's nothing over here. I got to turn around and come back the way that yeah. I, I came. I, I can just go a different direction and have fun with it. So, yeah, mm. uh, yeah. I've had a couple like that. What I do really like is the, the little like different layers of puzzles in this game. Like, just the, the environment itself is a puzzle. You've got the Korok puzzles. You've got, um, the, you've got like, some shrines have the puzzles on the outside of the shrine, and then most of the shrines have puzzles on the inside of the shrine. And it just the whole world is a giant kind of mixed mass of puzzles. And it's, but they're not like, I'm a puzzle. It's just, like, a lot more subtle than that, which is cool. Um, 
I got had a funny. Have you guys been to the lava area? You can see it, like the Death Mountain. Yeah. Like, yeah. have you guys been in there? I've, I like poked no, my head in, and um, um, I had some like potions or whatever to manage my heat resistance, and those didn't last very long, so I just left. I was like, okay, I'll come. I'll come. Do this <laughs> yeah. See, I did the same. Like, I went there. Um, I can I tell my funny experience of trying to survive in that area? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um because basically look, I, I i did the same as you I, I went and got the um the tower i unlocked the map and that's what i'll tend to do i kind of dip my toes and run like run like a like mad hatter to the to the tower unlock it and then if i'm too scared i'll leave the area <laughs> or i'll use the, i'll use that as my like jumping point where i'll just jump i'll, I'll look for shrines and jump and head towards areas i want to go um but i did that i kind of got caught on fire and you mentioned it earlier this week how you enjoyed the how things react um in the lava area because the heat so if you pull out your bomb arrows they explode (laughs) (laughs) which is a lot of fun (laughs) um but i kind of so i went back i did as i said i dipped my toes and went off and did a whole bunch of other shrine uh, hunting i came back okay it's time to do the lava area i had the heat resistant items didn't really cut it (laughs) lava's a lot hotter than heat resistance Um, (laughs) so i ended up running (laughs) Running through the area on fire. Uh, and the map, I mentioned this last week, the map is fantastic. Scan the map, identify where I assumed the the um, the village would be, because there's going to be a village um, in there, or because um, we got the, it was the Gorons, the big rock dudes. Mm-hmm. This is their hometown. And I just ran like on fire the whole way across the map, like through the mountains as quick as I could. It was quite funny. Like it was so stressful and I was just like bypassing things and skipping things. Cause I just had to get to, and then I get to the town and just hoped that they had stuff that was fire resistant. Um, and luckily they did. Uh, but it was, it was very fun. Um, a, a way different experience than, than I had anywhere else in the game so far. It was just like, it was very, very varied. Um, and that's what this game brings. It, it brings, um, unique experiences and from talking to other people who have gone to this area they've gone a completely different way like i came in the back back way the, like the worst way possible um and it, it just made a lot of fun um yeah it's quite funny link poor link on fire <laughs> i like that um like if you're wearing um anything or if you're using any kind of wooden weapons or a wooden shield or what have you uh like they'll literally catch on fire because it's so hot outside and set you on fire like i had no idea what was happening like my character started smoking and i was like what the fuck is link doing what is happening right now oh (laughs) shit like and i figured it out pretty quick but like yeah yeah. the same thing happens uh i don't i don't really consider this a spoiler like this is pretty out there but the same thing happens if you're wearing um metal armor and a thunderstorm happens like you start all of a sudden And I and I was like kind of looking around, and I was like, "Huh, this is, I guess, like there's some weird light." Oh my god, <laughs> like, it was so bad. <laughs> Lightning in this game First, is so scary. Oh, it does a lot of damage. Um, have you guys found the any of these these shadow ninja guys that disguise themselves as normal like villagers? Yeah, I've, I've, hey, found, yeah. I've killed two so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, the first one I. Down with them was just kind of going south from the plateau. You kind of head off and you get towards the the big the big lake and the massive bridge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's, they started talking to him, and the lightning storm came in the first time I'd seen a lightning storm. And so I was fighting them and getting hit, and like just suddenly like like hit with this, this huge attack. And I couldn't work out. I was like, "How is this guy doing this?" Because <laughs> they disappear and they warp. I thought he was like he was doing it for a while. I was like, "What is going on?" And then I worked out as the lightning. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, it was very scary. It's fun when the enemies get hit by it, though, because you just see them sparking, and you're like, oh, crap, and you just turn around and run, and then they just get blasted. It's quite fun when that happens. Mm. Yeah, lots of fun experiences in this game. Yeah, have you guys I, I, been yeah. burnt out at all? Same. Like, have you got to a point where... Have you been burnt out? Have you got to a point where you're like, I'm not sure what to do, or overwhelmed, or um, stick no. to what you're doing? Not getting, personally, no. Getting to the Master <clears throat> Sword, um, there was kind of a weird area that... Um, and I, I even talked about talked to Savesh about this, um, who was on last week. Um, it's, it was a weird area that required something, like you kind of had to do it a certain way. Um, which fits within the history of the series and everything. Like, I totally get it. I, I see exactly what they were going for. And it was kind of a neat aha moment. But that was figuring that out because it was very, very non obvious and it took me a little while to get um, was kind of frustrating. And I ended up, I figured the trick out later, but I ended up just using my map and using stamps to kind of brute force my way through it, which didn't feel great. Um, are you, are you, sorry, are you talking about like finding the Master Sword? Yes. The trick there. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So that wasn't See, super fun. And, and people out there, I'm sorry. Like I know it's frustrating when you're talking around stuff. Like if you don't, if you're not planning on playing Zelda, you're like, I don't care. And if you're already playing Zelda, you're like, just say the words. So like it's a weird thing to do. But again, <laughs> the game, like I, I cherish new experiences so much with these games um, yeah. that I don't want to spoil it for anybody else. Like it's, you know, finding neat mechanical things is kind of the the, the crux of this game. But uh, that and some of the um, major or minor test of combat stuff. Um, oh no, here we go. I, I did, I'm, I'm glad we, we can talk about this because I found I found one that uh, shrine that I fucking hated, and I the way that the game uses saves are like okay. So you guys are from, very familiar with the um, golf ball shrine. Yeah, that one's a dick. Yeah, so a golf ball shrine. Yeah, yeah. So um, like you have to you have like a a platform that you have to fit the ball into, like you normally do in these. In these right. Um, okay. But the, the 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 trick is you have to use your stasis and hit the ball a couple of times so it has enough energy, right. kinetic energy to go across and like it's literally playing golf, Ugh. except like extraordinarily not like early. That uh, sounds like a fuck. <laughs> yeah, trying to line it up in a perfect angle is a pain. And I actually I got pretty lucky. Like I I did it on like my third attempt. So I was I was feeling pretty good. Um, so I I did it and and they they're nice. Like they give you a weapon right there. So like you can and they give you like a sledgehammer so you can do the thing so i nailed it i go in and i'm like oh there's a there's an advanced version of this like there's a you know to get a super good chest or something so i go down there and i break all of my weapons trying to um to to try to get the the advanced part of this or like the optional dungeon whatever you want to call it uh break all of my weapons trying to do this and then i think like well i'm a smart guy i saved before i did this i'm just going to reload and when I reloaded, I loaded without any of my weapons. Like, all my weapons were still broke, and all of the chests had already been looted in the, in the thing. And my progress was reset. I still had to do the first one. Yep. So, fuck that. <laughs> I, I just left. I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, same. I, I've still got that marked, because when you find a shrine, it gets the blue circle on the on the map around it. And then the middle's orange, and when you do the shrine, the orange goes blue in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so I've left that one so I can, as a reminder of how much a jerk it was. So yeah. I could have got the shrine, the, the orb, but I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want your orb. <laughs> I don't need your orb. I'm done. 
Um, I mean, yeah, and, I did and the you same don't thing. like. There's so many shrines scattered around. Like, you really don't need the, the an, an orb or whatever. Like, it's not that big of a deal. But man, like, it's just just let me like just give me a save state at that point. Like, if you're gonna or disable weapon degradation in this stupid puzzle because I'm gonna have to do it over and over again. Like, do something. Like, give me a bone. <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah, it's miserable. Do, can I? Do, I've been told the actual. Um, the pattern that you have to do to get the second one. Did you mm-hmm. want me to? I, I don't think it's a spoiler because it's a dick. Can I say it? Yeah, yeah, do it. It's apparently, I think Mr. Turch told me this on Twitter, is it's five hits with the hammer and one with the light weapon. Oh, no, that was uh, that was LT that told you that because I saw that tweet going around. Oh, LT. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Someone told me. But the, pro- <laughs> the, the problem is it isn't even like, because I could. I could get the distance thing right, but the problem is they put uh, four or five obstacles on the way over there. So if you're even a little bit off, it'll bounce off one of those, and then who knows where the fuck the thing is going to go. Yeah, yeah. It's just that to get the angle right is ridiculously hard. The link just doesn't face. And uh, the Switch, can, the Joy-Cons are really good, but the analogs aren't anywhere as accurate as the, like the PS4 ones. Like They're a lot more... Um, it's stiffer. They're not as nice as the full analog sticks, so it's really hard to get Link to face like perfectly straight every single time. Yeah, but those those two See, times had, were the times I, that I, I felt the most frustrated with the game. Um, I do find myself just avoiding combat entirely for the most part. Like I just don't care enough to take out like the outpost or anything. Um, the the like typically they're the enemy weapons are not going to be better than the weapons that I'm carrying, and I'd rather save my weapons for like combat situations where i actually have to fight um so i just i just kind of bypass or skirt around or just run past people like i you know at night like when all the skeletons pop out um like that's i just i just literally run from them i don't i don't and not because i'm scared of them but just because like i just don't want to waste my weapons against them and get their shitty rewards so yeah Uh, Oh, sorry, I, I like, yeah, I like picking up their cheap weapons and killing them to pick up all their parts because yeah, I just sell all that stuff. That's why I've got like ten thousand rupees at the moment. Yeah, I've, I just I've just got heaps of parts yeah. and I use them to uh, make elixirs, elixirs, uh, or to upgrade your armor and stuff, can't you? Yeah. Um, see, I, my my reward for taking out the skeletons is picking up the head and running away with the head. It's the best thing in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if, the, if you have the speed upgrade, because it link just run like what you know. Because when you pick stuff up, you kind of waddle. It's mm-hmm. like a lot slower. If you have the speed upgrade, it's hilarious. Like especially the triple one, and you're just like moving in high speed, waddle. It's hilarious. And then you throw the throw the heads off cliffs and stuff, and it's yeah, it's awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you with that golf one, Jeremy. Uh, in general, I haven't. I'm surprised how much I've just delved into this, like dived into this game without getting frustrated or bored. Um, mm. I have had a few times where I've semi been burnt out, but then kind of found something new that's just completely like revitalized me, <laughs> like refreshed um, my eagerness to explore. Just because I'm surprised how many different little experiences there are within the game uh, that are that is different than everything else. Um, and I'm just surprised how much you can actually do with this this, this world. Um, yeah, the different things. Yeah, I, I really like the shrines. Like I've only had uh, oh, I just booted me mic. There we go. Um, I only had trouble with one so far. I, I don't know if you guys have done it. It's a really weird one. Like basically, you walk in and there's like a small 
a hole to your right on a platform. There's water, like a water uh, running down a hill with boulders coming oh, down. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah, an yeah, orange yeah. boulder at the top that you need to get in that hole. I had no idea what I was doing with that. So I just stuck a bomb behind the orange one and fired it off towards the bottom, ran down, used an ice block to stop it, and then just hit it with a sword until I got it in the hole. I had no idea what I was supposed to be fucking doing with that one. No idea. I mean, yeah, it's I, a brute force here, I think. That's exactly what, similar to what I did, but I, I sprinted and used stasis just as it got to the bottom and then whacked it over to the side. That's what I did, yeah. I used the yeah. the, the um, cryo thing to like, because it'll kind of, you can naturally kind of make a path yeah. to get it over there. So I just kind of blocked it off and used stasis to get it to where did, I wanted to go. Did you see there was one thing, like a laser thing? What the hell was that for? I don't Any know. Ideas? Oh yeah, I have I, no I idea what that's for. Yeah, that was really bizarre. Like I didn't know, and I looked around <laughs> for like an extra optional chest yeah. or something, and or whatever. But I, I didn't see, and it makes me think that I'm going to get like a mirror shield at some point. I'll be able to do something with that, right? Like, <laughs> like that's kind of mm, some classic uh, Zelda stuff right there. But I, I don't know. There's some other. Sh- there are some other shrines with lasers like that that um, are used for obstacles and or obstacles. Switches. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. The thing I've yeah. come across one. Then yeah, that's what confused me. I was like, I can't see any switches. It wasn't turning anything on or off. I was like, what, what the hell is it doing? What, why is it there? Why? Well, it's just a deterrent from, from you running quickly. Like, that's all it was. It was just annoying because you got hit by it, didn't you? Well, you I just, down. Yeah, I just stuck an ice block there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think actually I might have done the same. Yeah, <laughs> I think about it. Yeah. Well, maybe it, it, was weird. it was then, yeah. I, had uh, a, I, feel... I love it when you were, like, struggling with a with a puzzle. This happened to me in one of the first things. Like you're struggling with the puzzle and you're like, Oh wait, I have all of these abilities. Like I just like I was just trying to figure out how to do it. And I was like, Oh no, wait, I can I can magnet something, I can make ice grow, I can stasis something. Like you kinda have to remember that you're having all you have all that stuff with you and you may not do it the quote unquote right way, but it seems like they built this stuff to not have a particular right way to do things. Like you can just do a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, there are Did you guys often see- multiple did you see the video going around? Um, I don't remember <clears throat> who was did it. I'll, I'll try to find a link and put it in the show notes. But um, it was a electricity shrine, and you had to get like some electricity from one point to the next. And he didn't feel like solving it, so he just laid out all of his metal weapons in a row. With <laughs> 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 so it just just shortcutted the whole thing immediately, which I thought was hilarious. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've done that. I've done that one just <laughs> recently. Um. Yeah, this, it's cool that you can be quite inventive. I, I've i had two shrines that were a pain because I didn't have arrows. Like one in the lava area, I had to leave because I couldn't physically do it without having arrows. I'm, all, I'm always buying hundreds of arrows. I'm just like stocking up on arrows constantly. Yeah, I've started to, I just spent like, um, in a new uh, town I went to, I just spent like three, three grand on like all the like explosive and elemental arrows because <laughs> they had a ton of them and most other places don't sell many of them. So I just bought like a huge amount of them as many as I could. Um, but yeah, this one, I, I had no normal arrows and that's what I needed. Um, and so I had to actually leave because I couldn't actually do it without it. Um, and then there was another one, which was like a, I needed if I had just straight fire arrows, it would have been really easy, but I didn't. I, I had all the other elements, but not the fire. So I had to kind of do these weird kind of aiming and targeting with the standard arrows to try and use the flames in a weird way, which made it a bit tedious. But other than that, I, all the shrines are a lot of fun. My favorite are the ones that you don't have to solve anything on the inside, though. Where you get in there, it's just a chest there, and it's usually a cool yeah. weapon. <laughs> I <laughs> will say, though, 
the 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 major test of strength ones for oh, hard fuck's sake i've done two but i've gone in my end game weapons that i retrieved from the castle the other week they've they've all destroyed now because yeah, yeah. i had to use them to defeat these guys and they broke so easy i was like oh my god these things have got like three thousand hit points them dudes in there yeah and they Ridiculous. get to, you get them down to like 500 hit points or whatever like right down the bottom they just turn into like T- like turrets gun turrets they just spam their I, fire gun at you i like when they do that though because you can parry that and insta kill them oh can you oh, yeah <laughs> lock on lock on and you can use any shield just parry that laser back at them bang they're dead can you do it with the big guys yeah yeah that's how i oh. kill the guardians that's the big walking guardians three parries of their laser they're dead oh i just use the arrows yeah i always parry parry the lasers it's dead easy as well because as they're about to fire they make it it goes Ba-bing! like that and just as they do that press your parry button bosh you get it every single time cool i have to try it now you yeah, gotta make sure you lock locked onto to, them though i've been trying to parry that and those dudes and i just cannot make it happen listen for that little babing sound as soon as you hear it press the button you'll get it every time yeah electric charges as the air closes in as they're about to fire it goes bing I'm going to put that cues. video in the Slack in case you guys want to see that. But yeah, it's fun stuff right mm. there. Mm. Very cool. It's, it's fun. There's just so many cool things to do. Like after last week, um, having Suvish on, he talked about how he would use, uh, he'd just rest at campfires to wait for rain to go away. And I, I, and I thought about it. I was like, there aren't that many campfires. And then I just thought about it. I was like, Maybe you can make your own campfires. What makes yeah, you fire? Can. <laughs> and then so I, so I just, but I just, I wasn't told that. I just kind of thought, like, how do you make campfires? It's like, well, flint is something that start, starts fire, and wood. And I yeah. dropped them, hit them with a sword, and it worked. And I was like, yes, this camp's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, and it just, yes, I, I was guided to it from what Sylvester said, but it, he, it didn't outright say he made his own campfires. He just said that he rested at campfires. And there mm. will be ones scattered around from from the enemies, but they're usually out because of the rain. Yeah, but um, yeah. So it's just cool that you can actually do that, and it's that's stupid and simple, but it's awesome. That's yeah. That's one of the points that I made the other week when me and Jeremy and Brian were talking about it. Basically, oh my, sorry, I, I'm so talking. My wife's got red nose day on in the background, like a big chain. <laughs> they do in the country and these two girls have just got out of the swimming pool with like the biggest bushes hanging out of their swimming bottoms just like because it's all comedy in it i couldn't help but laugh that's funny uh yeah that's what i say like it, this, <laughs> the systems upon systems that all interact with each other in this game and like normally in another game you'd build a fire but you wouldn't be able to rest there because that would be at set bonfires or whatever but in this it's like no you've made the fire you can rest there and those systems that work with other systems and it's it's constantly there's just systems stacking on each other and it's just great and yeah. just to play around with stuff to test what will work it's like the video you just put in jeremy with the the metal swords and the electricity running through them once again it's cheating those systems but you're allowed to do it because the way the systems work it's it encourages oh, which, it even. Yeah, it does. It does it. encourage it. Yeah. And that's what I like. They really, really just want you to play however you fancy. And that you is guys, so cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, and I think that's why I'm enjoying it. Because I get, I do, we've talked about this before, I get burnt out on open world games pretty quick. Yep. I, me I, too. 
I, I haven't sick of this at all. Um, and one is kind of like Metal Gear Solid Five. They don't give you a map full of bajillion icons. They give you Ooh. an empty map that you fill in yourself. You just reminded that, me. You just what? remind me of saying. <laughs> I know because I was saying. I said when we, me, uh, Jeremy, and Brian's talked. I said I don't know why this open world game to me i'm enjoying when i normally hate open world games and that is what you just said there is the key decider of me basically you normally go into an open world game and there's fucking icons everywhere yeah, and i'm right. like eh, i get decision paralysis so bad i'm like nah fuck this and i'll just turn it off and that's why i think with metal gear solid 5 and this because you've got one icon you've got uh, well, in this you haven't really got any icons really and you're like nah go find some stuff and I'm like, that is what I want to do. I just want to just walk around and do whatever. I don't want to feel pressured into doing all this bullshit that probably doesn't even matter, you know? And Assassin's yeah. Creed does it, like Horizon I mean, does it, and it's just it. icons everywhere, and I can't be dealing with that. I'm just like, but, no, no. Exactly, and this actually feels like an event, like it almost feels like you are a link in that world. Like you don't know what's going on. You don't know what you need to do, but you work it out by just looking. <laughs> like, there's, as you say, there's very few markers. There's a few ones to help you get going. Yeah. But I, the, the Divine Beasts I haven't found with using a marker. I've just gone exploring. Um, even the side quests, they don't show where the item is you need to go find for the person. The marker's where the person is that asks you to do the quest. <laughs> it doesn't, like, give you a hint where to go. You actually need to talk to people and actually yeah. listen to what they say to work out where to go, and that's that's quite refreshing. Um, one one of the things um, I've talked with a few people this week um, about the, the Blood Moon. I think the Blood Moon mechanic's cool. Um, there's probably a few re- mechanic, uh, mechanical reasons they do it, or tech reasons they do it, um, because they probably can't keep the say the dead enemies in the memory for too yeah, long in the memory for too long yeah um but i do kind of maybe i may have kind of turned on a little bit i've been kind of thinking i don't like that the guardians respawn because of the flipping and um power over them when you first find come across them they're terrifying that these that they're hunting you and you, you just run away because it's really hard mm. to fight but now i know you can parry them it kind of changes my view on it and so that they were saying that you were scared of and they were terrifying you'd hear that you'd be walking through the forest you hear that boop, noise boop, 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 boop. yeah um, <laughs> and you're like ah <laughs> and you just get it use the trees you kind of like scooting around the cheese the trees to try and break that line of sight to get away <laughs> you you're scared of them you want to try going through hyrule castle with free hearts when you just started the game well man sure. that that was a bad decision of mine yeah, <laughs> yeah. we know <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but then you get the ancient arrows and it changes you now become the hunter like you're like come on then bring it and i look forward to seeing one of these one of these guardians because i can i know i can take them now but then for having to respawn it i, I kind of feel it undermines that kind of flip in and power because then now it, they just become they now just become cannon fodder they're just like psh, they're in, mm, just they're in the way now <laughs> But then at the same time, it kind of helps as well, because if you kill the Guardians, then you can't get the resource anymore, like the, the screws and the shafts. and Yeah, but you only need the resources to get more arrows to kill more Guardians. <laughs> it's like the Chalice Dungeons. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like Bloodborne. <laughs> but but yeah, that's, so that, that's my only concern with the Blood Moon. Otherwise, I think it's I think it's kind of a cool way to to do it. Um, I think though, a lot of chests respawn as well, didn't they? Which is cool. I think I think some of the the minerals and and, and gemstones respawn and whatnot, yeah. don't they? Yeah. And the items do. Though, have you guys had like a weird time where you've had several blood moons within the space of a few seconds or a few minutes? No, no. I had three within five minutes the other night. <laughs> it just constantly did like a blood moon, like one after the other. I'm like, I just had one. <laughs> like, I haven't killed that many enemies, have I? Uh, yeah. Your switch was having a having a mental breakdown. I just um, yeah, every time I see a blood moon coming on, I just teleport, and it seems to cancel the blood moon. So it's just not easy because <laughs> I don't really feel like fucking with those enemies or anything. I think it's super cool. Like I love the I love love like this guy like the lead up to it and the effect like it's bloodborne yeah. as shit. It's amazing. But um like yeah, after the first few times, um I'm just like okay, I don't really want to deal with this. I'm just gonna teleport to a near thing and then go explore somewhere else. Like I don't really care. See, so, yeah, yeah, I'll let it do it. I'll just press the skip button just to skip the video. Yeah. Now, now I've seen it a few times. Yeah, I think that should be standard. I think that the, the cutscene playing every time is kind of redundant. It should just be, it should be it like a new mini. Moon. Yeah. It should just be like a mini clip or the camera gets Dude, panned up to the moon yeah, or something. I, I'd, I'd probably say just that very first section where it comes out and she says the blood moon rises again and that'll do. That's that's enough. And then it just. Yep, yeah, yeah. Agree. Yeah. But I think we can conclude that Zelda is good. Zelda is a, is a pretty good video game, y'all. I mean, we named the episode title like two weeks ago. Zelda is good, y'all. So. <laughs> it's, it's it's really hard because obviously it's such a big game at the moment. Like, And you've even noticed on most other podcasts, like they've had just weeks of talking about Zelda because it's just so enjoyable, so fun. It's just so refreshing to have a game that has so much joy and wonder in it. Like I'm listening to the soundtrack when I poodle to work every day. Cause I just, <laughs> when you, you do poo, what? When you what? Poodle. Poodle. <laughs> when you, po- when you, are when you riding poodle. a poodle to work every day? No, if you never heard that, it's, it's yeah. And poo- when I poodle at work, it's like walk slowly. That doesn't, poodle yeah, around. you should, you should go to the bathroom before you, you should not do that. In <laughs> poodle to work. Mm. Yeah. It just means walk slowly. It means having a, having a jaunty stroll. But it's it's a it takes longer to say than walk slowly. <laughs> it's not a it's not a shortcut. It's not how slang it doesn't always have to be shorter. It, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But yeah, the soundtrack is, <laughs> is, 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 totally is beautiful. Cool. The uh, the first time I heard yeah. like the typical Hyrule theme uh, come on when you're because I haven't really been riding horses a lot. So yeah, finally jumping uh, on a t- horse and like when you're running for a while, it just starts tinkling mm. in. That that it's just so beautiful. I- yeah, that's what I love about this soundtrack. It's so subtle, so subtle. Like as you say, you'll be riding the horse, and you just hear those few the Hyrule over theme notes. And when you ride at night, you get a few of those notes of the old themes. And speaking of their music, actually, I'm highly annoyed. Zelda Orchestra, I'm they're playing the Zelda Orchestra. They're playing like loads of music from obviously Zelda. I went, I was like, oh, I'll get tickets. Go look. And like, the tickets are about a hundred like quid. Come on, really? That's way overpriced. So I can't go. So I'm very yeah, sad. That, stuff, that stuff's always expensive, though. Yeah, but that's just. Uh, I, 
can't go I to a Dell here in New Zealand. It's real expensive. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous though because I've been to that venue so many times to see bands and that's like 40 quid and it's still the same bloody venue. There's no difference. It's just an orchestra oh. on stage. Well, that's, that's exactly the point. On a band, you're paying four or five people. This is trying to pay like 60 people. So they've got to make not, their money. That's not, what, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> no. They, yeah. That's not how that they, Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 100 quid's too expensive. 70, maybe. 100, nah, that's a bit much. So I can't go. I'm just salty because I can't go and see the Zelda Orchestra play, all right? <laughs> I really wanted to go. Set up a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> Get about 5p <laughs> <laughs> for having bad views on video games. Apart from Zelda. Uh more well that's zelda anyway that's, that's all we've been playing really uh, has anyone played anything else i have I've, zelda. I've got a list you've got a list what we at 124 what you got what you've been playing what what's, um, what's, 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 what's been interesting anything really interesting what you mean yeah well especially for those with kids out there i got um lego worlds for me and odin mm. odin and i uh, it's it's pretty fun. It's clearly been made for PC because it was out on early access for PC for a while, um, and it's like the menu is kind of moves the analog stick around, and it has like a mouse cursor, which is not very console ish. Uh, yeah. uh, so it's definitely a port. Um, it's it plays much like the other Lego games, but it's it's actually a true sandbox. Like it's No Man's Sky but with Lego. Because you, you're going between these little island worlds and then like the different themes. So like the very first one's a pirate themed Lego like island and your 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 spaceship, your Lego spaceships uh, needs repairs and you've crash landed here. And so you're finding resources to repair it. Uh, and then it's it's just quirky Lego kind of mini mini quests that you see in the other games where you've got to like do things for people. And, and then you upgrade your ship and you take off and you head to the next planet. Island. It's all just islands, really. They're all surrounded by water, but they're kind of floating islands in the, in the universe and the space. And yeah, it's just it's a true sandbox because then you start unlocking like uh, these uh, creative tools. So you got like guns that uh, copy um, like the characters or items, so then you can recreate them at any point. Then you've got ones that will copy whole buildings. Then you get ones that you can like change landscape by like destroying or digging down or building up hills so it's just you can create whatever you want um and however you want and even can get down to brick by brick creating if you wanted so you can do mass building and mass copying or you Mm. can actually bust out one brick at a time and probably go the old way but in a very modern sense (laughs) and so it's it is a it's a true sandbox like you literally are in a sandbox making whatever you want uh, and it, it doesn't it's like a little s- story or campaign and Odin's like oh, I just want to get to create my own worlds um, but you can mess with any of the worlds that you're in yes it is but he wants to start from scratch and like have a hole open to create whatever he wants but you've got to like get it so you've got to finish the campaign before you can do that before you can make your own world you've got to get like a hundred gold bricks um, but he's loving it. Um, I've, we've, we've done a, a couple of videos uh, on us playing co-oping it, and it, it is fun. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, and it's 
I don't know who the narrator is, but it sounds kind of like the guy who was Pate in Dark Souls too. But I'm not 100 sure if it is him. That's um, uh, Peter, Peter Serafinowitz, um, which I'm probably something like that. Um, yeah, he's a. He's I'm a, actually bothered. Nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he seemed very cool. Um, he's in like the greatest, one of the greatest movies ever, Shaun of the Dead. Um, that's a good movie. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Pete, it is Peter Sinera for a rich. Yeah. <laughs> it is him. Okay, I was right. Yeah, it's him. I wasn't even going to try and say his name. <laughs> yeah, I can't even. Yeah. Serifina Yeah. He does a pretty good job as narrator. It's not as good as the Fat Princess Adventures narrator. Like, he's just fantastic, that guy. But it, it is a fun game. Uh, and it's pretty cheap. Uh, like, it's really like probably 20 pounds at most 15 20 or 25 us or at most so it's mm-hmm. it's fun if you got kids or if you just got someone you want to co-op with is this the um, like is this the game that uh cj always raves about and that they had one of the writers no on? that's lego that's lego city and that has been mm-hmm. that's coming to the switch soon which i haven't got i, I, haven't, you, I haven't didn't you say you were playing lego yet. city when lego worlds lego worlds, lego worlds. okay my bad sorry Okay. Yeah, yeah. Lego City is is very much like the other Lego games, where you've got like a story and a campaign and and events happening, but it's set in like the Lego City world rather than Gotham or the cool, cool. Marvel universe. Um, Lego Worlds is a step from that again. There's no actual kind of set aesthetical world. Like you're just going through. It's like if you jumped in a spaceship and went to you know, like Lego has a different themes so you got like the pirate sets and then the castle sets and you got the caveman sets this is what you're doing you're jumping between the different kind of boxes of lego <laughs> and, and there's little mini worlds and you're just you, you're uh stealing all the different builds so you can create whatever you want later on and you use those abilities to like solve puzzles and rescue people to get gold bricks but yeah, Lego City's coming out on the Switch soon. It was a Wii U game, if I, I believe, and it's coming out on the Switch. Yeah, so I followed that dude that was on Twin Humanities that, that had some part in writing it. So um, Stephen Rhodes, I think is his name. He was recently on our, our friend um, Richards. We're not Wizard Podcast, talking about board games. So go check that out as well. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, it was a good good episode. Um, yeah, he was involved with it. CJ does love the, the game. It is the, it's the only Lego game that's single player, but I think, if I remember correctly, that they're bringing in co-op for the Switch version, which is very cool. Because um, that's why I play them, is because I play them with Odin. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Cool. Right, so... Wait, uh, shall we call it a holiday? Because I think you got to disappear, have you not, Jeremy? I do, I do. Because of the weird time change stuff, I didn't anticipate us going this late today. So I've got, I've got to jet, make it a little bit of a shorter podcast. But also, like, literally, all we've been playing at Zelda. So um, next week will be a little bit meatier with the Dark Souls 3 DLC, I am sure. Very yep. cool, very cool. Right, so, yes. Thank you for joining me, everyone. Uh, I'm Cliff. You can find me at Cliff underscore Goldsmith on Twitter. You probably won't find me anywhere else. Uh, and you can get me at Dark Insight Pod Twitter as well. Uh, Jeremy, where can people find you? 
I'm at JG Greer. Um, you can find me and all of the mini podcasts that I do on that account. That's probably the easiest way to find everything. Um, quick shout out to our boy, Jake Lionheart. He just started a new podcast with former guest, um, Catherine K from, um, AKA a- at humanity upgrade and, uh, our friend Nikki at lost Panda called the salt report. Um, <laughs> and uh i happen to have a small part in making the first episode um i helped him out with a, a quick audio issue on Dis- discord so i got to kind of have a sneak preview of what was happening and it was very very good uh all good three job. of those people are super great and you should go check it out i don't remember right. the website does anybody know right offhand or should i just go look no. real quick I'm just, nah, just, 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 just sort of put on iTunes you can get. Yeah, the salt yeah. is probably the best place to go. I'm just disappointed they didn't choose one of my names. I spent like an hour coming up with names for them and they didn't go with any of them. <laughs> my favorite was the good, the bad, but, and the salty. In all in all fairness, though, they did call you out for being a non salty person. Yeah, you, you do get a mention in the podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, they basically said you're it. like, they don't know how you can just keep your cool. <laughs> all the time just like super chill <laughs> yeah good go check that yeah. out um there are you know yeah. they're they're good friends of ours i don't i was thinking today that i don't really understand like we've put, put jake's music on probably 15 episodes of this podcast but we've never actually put jake on it so we need to rectify that at some point i have no i have been trying to get him on his work schedule lining up with when we yeah, record very well. hard oh okay cool yeah cool. all right well maybe maybe we can figure that out at some point but anyway go, yeah, go, but go check that it'll out. be it's it'll good. be a you, you'll probably be able to get him on when I'm not on because he'll have to record on a Saturday. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, but that's me. That's where you can find me at JG Greer. Awesome, Charles. Where can I find you, good sir? VaderVanOden.com. There you Everything's go. There. Everything. Yeah, I've awesome. Cons- I've consolidated. <laughs> yeah. Stop um... making jokes. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that's the end of this week and uh, yeah just be cool listen to the show and everyone be nice to each other be good adios bye that was so very nearly uh